And good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play-by-play coming to you live here on this Friday. Casey Gisclair here, hoping you guys are having a wonderful start to your day. It is uh, the end of the week. We finally made it. We've made it to the weekend. We hope everybody's going to have a wonderful weekend, beginning with a good play-by-play today. In the next segment of the show, we're going to South Lafouche High School and we're having Coach Chandler Guitros on the line. His team is undefeated. His team is heading to West Louisiana today for a three-game stop at the Eunice Tournament. We'll ask Coach Guitros about some things he's hoping to see from his guys coming up a little bit later in the show. At noon, we've got South Lafouche Athletic Director Coach Brian Colley. And you're saying to yourself, wait a minute. It's not Monday. Why are you having Brian Colley on today? Well, Brian Colley's at the top 28. We'll ask him about all the things that are happening out at Lake Charles as we're crowning some state champions beginning today out at the top 28. We'll ask the old coach about some of the things he's seen with his own eyes out there in Lake Charles as the best of the best are rubbing elbows in the state championship events. 12-15, no Damien today. Damien's busy doing some things for work, so we're going to talk some NFL, some NBA, whatever it may be, and then we'll get some weekend predictions, all that and more in our to our lunchtime hour of the show. Yesterday... We had a lot of local baseball teams facing off against one another, and we had a lot of local baseball teams that are were in action throughout the state playing at various tournaments and everything in between. So we start off our baseball scoreboard segment by letting you know Central Catholic got a 10-0 win over Central Lafouche out at the Central Catholic Tournament. Boy, kind of a bump on the head for the Trojans, right? They came into the game rolling, like playing their best baseball. Fresh off of a win against Berwick, and Central Catholic of Morgan City reminds them of just how humbling of a game baseball could be. They put it on them 10-0. A little bit of a flat night for the Trojans. Take nothing away from Central Catholic, who's really good. They get a win over Central Lafouche. East St. John falls to Rumble 11-1 to over the John Curtis Tournament. That's a mismatch, right? Rumble's one of the better teams. East St. John's kind of a program that's building it up. That's no surprise there. It's a little bit of a mismatch. Covenant Christian. Hashtag everybody's good, right? Covenant Christian, a 1A school. They knock off a 5A school. They beat HL Bourgeois 8 to nothing. CCA gets a big win. Coach Joe Tuto and his team knock off the Braves. Yesterday was probably the day um, of any of the last two and a half weeks or so where there were some local teams that kind of stumbled a little bit. Remember, we'd been just so red hot. There were some teams in the area that stumbled a little bit, and I think Bourgeois falling 8 nothing against CCA not a surprise that they lose to CCA, but losing by eight runs, I would say that's probably not their best showing, and that's a little bit of a stumble and a little bit of a hiccup for them. Central Fouche losing by 10 runs to Central Catholic, that's a little bit of a hiccup for them. Hanville uh, defeats Mandeville yesterday, 2-1 to one over the East Ascension Tournament. Great win for Hanville, keeping their momentum rolling. <clears throat> now, whenever I say it was a little bit more of a humbling day for local teams, it doesn't mean that everybody lost. We still had the majority of teams actually win yesterday including Terrebonne, which got an 8-4 to win over Catholic of New Iberia over at the Eunice Tournament. So Terrebonne gets a big win over Catholic of New Iberia. Thibodeau defends their home field. They get a 5-1 to win over Pope John Paul II. So the Thibodeau team gets a big victory, and they stay hot in non-district play. We go over to 4A. could tell you that Morgan City. Morgan City's playing some good baseball, folks. We just kind of write them off in our local 4A district. Because of all the talent that's in our local 4A district, 
Oregon City's got like seven or eight wins, and they beat Homa Christian School yesterday two to nothing over at the Central Catholic Tournament. So a great win for Morgan City over a young Homa Christian team. We had Butch on yesterday. Remember, he was saying that his offense needed to come around. Looked like they still got a little bit more work to do as they get humbled a little bit by Morgan City two to nothing yesterday. Maybe the game of the night. South Terrebonne playing over at the Central Catholic Tournament, taking on Berwick. Berwick, a state power, defending state runners up in 3A. And the Gators go and get them one. 5-2 to two win for Coach Barba and his team. They stay undefeated. South Terrebonne gets a big win over the Berwick Panthers, keeping their momentum flowing in non-district play. Evangel beats Vanderbilt 9-2 to two over at the Barb Tournament. So Evangel gets a 9-2 to two victory over the Vanderbilt Terriers. Vanderbilt's been kind of up or down, kind of hit or miss in non-district play. Some of that, of course, has to do with the strength of their schedule that they have faced. They have played a murderer's row of who's who, but Evangel knocks them off 9-2 to two yesterday. E.D. White played a couple of games out in the city, out at the John Curtis Tournament. Brutal week for E.D. White schedule-wise, right? Remember, they played Rumble and knocked them off earlier in the week. Well, they also played Holy Cross yesterday and got a 6-5 to five win. So E.D. White gets the win over Holy Cross in the first game of the doubleheader and then falls to John Curtis 8-2 to two in the second game of the doubleheader. So E.D. White splits a pair out in New Orleans. They're 2-1 and one on the week. Beat Rumble, beat Holy Cross, lose to John Curtis. So the Cardinals stay playing some good baseball. There's no shame in losing to John Curtis, certainly. Willow School defeats St. James 14-6. We go to double-A. We already told you that Morgan City beat Homa Christian 2 to nothing. We go to single-A. We already told you that Covenant Christian Academy beat Bourgeois 8 nothing, and that Central Catholic beat Central Lafouche 10 to nothing. So that's your results and your scoreboard. Now, I'll be interested and curious to see over the weekend because, boy, there's going to be just so much baseball played over the weekend. We've got so many teams going to tournaments and different places, assumptions, playing Central Private in a doubleheader today. South Lafouche is going to Eunice. Like, everybody's playing somewhere this weekend. <clears throat> so in the next 24 to 48 hours, we're going to have so many results pile in and so many different things that we're going to learn about our local teams. Um, as we try to sort through the weeds and try to figure out before district play who's going where and you know who's on the upswing and who's on the downswing. I could tell you after yesterday's victory, South Terrebonne remains the number one team in the state in Division I non-select. They're 9-0. They're narrowly holding on to that spot over West Monroe, who's 12-1. Barb, man, it's, it's going to be rough to knock off Barb. They're 15-0, playing at an exceptionally high level. South Lafouche is currently number six. Central Lafouche dropped the peg to 20 after that loss. Thibodeau's the team that's charging. They're sitting at 21 with a 6-4 and four record. Terrebonne, 23 Bourgeois down near the 28 line. Uh, so we've got a lot of local teams that are in position. After yesterday's results, E.D. White remains the number one team in the state in Division Two Select. They're 8-3, and three, and they're playing some good baseball. Vanderbilt sinks down to number 10. CCA probably made a nice leap forward yesterday. Yes, they did. They jumped all the way into the top 10. They're currently now at number 8 with a 5-5 five and five record after beating H.L. Bourgeois yesterday. So Coach Joe Tuton and his staff are playing well. They get a strong result yesterday, and they get rewarded for that. <clears throat> now, what I want to go see is I want to go see Eleanor and Morgan City because those two teams get forgotten about, and I got a feeling both are probably in great shape. And there you go. Looking at it right there. In Division Two non-select, Morgan City's 8-3, and three, and they're currently sitting at number 11 right now. And Eleanor, who's 6-2, and two, is currently sitting at number 13 right now. So you've got the two teams in our district in 4A. 
that everybody forgets about. No one even talks about Ellender and Morgan City, right? Ellender's 6-2, and two, Morgan City's 8-3, and three, and both teams would be at home in the opening round of the playoffs if the playoffs started today. So that's just great work by them. And look, in district, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, that they might upset some people, they might not, right? I don't know. But at the end of the day, win, lose, or draw, you're going to get big points facing Lutcher and South Terrebonne and 20-plus win teams. So either way, those teams are positioning themselves beautifully right now to to be in really good shape to not only have that seed right now, but hold that seed for the rest of the way all the way through April whenever the playoffs begin. Let's catch a break. Let's thank our sponsors. We want to thank the Blue Boot Foundation, Neil Small Engine, Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results, Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and Community Youth Sports Organizations, and Reggie Lede, Greater Lafouche Port Commission Seat E candidate. Let's catch a break. When we get back, going to Coach Chandler Guitros. Tarpons are making a road trip. Wax him his thoughts about the road trip in the next segment. It's play-by-play on KLEB. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. I'm Dean Sabo, candidate for Great Lafouche Port Commission CD. A lifelong resident of the 10th Ward, retired from Lafouche Parish Sheriff's Office in 2021 with 37 years of law enforcement. My first goal is to increase the depth of Bell Pass Channel. This will diversify the port, creating jobs and good-paying salaries for all people in our community. Growing opportunities will provide a better quality of life for our residents. Please vote for me on March 25th, paid for by the Dean Savoy Campaign Fund. Following a natural disaster, it is imperative that insurance companies respond quickly for our communities begin to rebuild. Louisiana law requires prompt adjustment of claims as well as payment following a storm. If your insurance company failed to pay your claim within 30 days following inspection of your property, please call us at AMO Trial Lawyers, 985-446-3333. That's 985-446-3333. You may have an additional claim for recovery. AMO Trial Lawyers. While inventory is growing, prices are dropping at Golden Motors. Come to Golden Motors and check out the new 2023 Chevrolet Silverado with the all-new technology and improved great fuel economy. Whether you're looking to tow your boat or camper or if it's just you for your daily commute, the confident and towing capability is there for you. Check out the new 2023 Chevy Silverado at Golden Motors, 15101 Highway 3235 and Cutoff, the back road, 325-1000. Chevy, find new roads. Price is priority. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Here's Pastor Rick with a special message. Hi everybody, this is Pastor Rick Warren. Would you like to live an extraordinary life? One where you make a lasting contribution that serves God and blesses others? A life where you use all your skills and abilities and talents to pursue your dreams? Well, guess what? God wants you to live that life. In fact, he created you to live a life of significance as you pursue the dream he's placed in your heart. That's why I've written a new book called Created a Dream, 
the six phases God uses to grow your faith. It explains the process that God uses to deepen your faith as he moves you step by step closer to your dream. You can go to pastorrick.com slash dream and you can get the first chapter there. Thank you so much. I love you. Hi, my name is Reggie Ledet. I am running for the Greater Lafourchepoor Commission, CE. I'm number one on the ballot with 31 years of experience in the oil and gas industry, from the drilling rigs in the Gulf of Mexico to managing one of the largest shore bases in Port Fouchon. I am a proven leader and focused on our future. I humbly ask you, my constituents of the 10th Ward, for your vote on March 25th with early voting beginning March 11th through the 18th, paid for by the Regular Day Campaign Fund. It is Friday and it's 11:45, so that means we're making a trip out to the Diamond over at South Lafouche High School, and we're having their baseball coach, Coach Chandler Guitros, on the line. The Tarpons are about to make a trip out to West Louisiana. They'll play three games in two days over the Eunice tournament. The Tarpons are still undefeated, but have not yet played this week because their game with Covington got postponed due to a transportation issue. Coach, good morning, man. How are you? Hey, good, man. It just feels, uh, feels like it's been about uh, a month since we played, but uh, we're definitely excited to get back to work today. No doubt about that, bro. And look, you were just telling us uh, that you guys are going to be pretty stiffly challenged out there at the Eunice Tournament. A great opportunity for your team to get some work. Talk about some of the things you're expecting to see out there in West Louisiana this weekend. Uh, look, first of all, Brule Bridge, our area is very, our our team, our program is very familiar with them. Uh, we saw them in a playoff series here a couple of years ago. Uh, this is actually, and I put it on our social media, this will be our sixth meeting with Brule Bridge since 2020. In that time frame, we played Central Lafouche twice and Thibodeau twice. And this will be our sixth one with Brule Bridge. So uh become a fun little rivalry. Uh, it's been back and forth, and they, uh, I think, in my opinion, over the last couple of years have been one of the more well-coached teams that we played. They're just... Uh, always so prepared at the little nuances of the game. They play small ball really well. Uh, Boshan is another playoff rematch, uh, rematch from 2018. That was our first playoff win uh, with Blake O'Gell on the mound, which was first year. That was our first-round playoff opponent. And then St. Edmonds, who we uh, we ended up playing in football this year, and they have uh, at least for sure one stud uh, that's a legit prospect. So it's going to be uh, you know stiff challenge, stiff competition for our boys, and a great opportunity to win some power points this week. Sure, you guys have been a little bit antsy without that midweek game. What are some things you guys have been focused on in practice to try to stay polished up and ready to go? Um, we've really been tailoring our practices once Covington was kind of gone. It's been pretty specific toward Bro Bridge and the style that they play. Because I equate them to having to face um, a wing T team in football in the middle of the season, where you you just play in regular spread offenses, and all of a sudden you got to prepare for the wing T and look at all kind of different things. That's kind of how they play as far as the way that they run the bases, the stuff that they put on, the amount of times they pick off the bases. Um, you know, what are they looking to exploit with you in a hit and run or in a bunt coverage? Um, they're, you know, to get a guy to second base, they're not hiding it. They're trying to steal third every time. So you got to work with holds with your pitchers, mixing up looks, and being able to show a spinoff move. So uh, it's really been tailored toward Bro Bridge, and we'll, uh, you know, we'll figure out the other two when we get there. But it's, as far as game plan specific, they're probably the toughest team to prepare for that I've ever faced as far as just their style of play. 
Man, look, I got to tell you, uh, we haven't spoken with you since last weekend when you guys got the sweep against North Lake Christian. I'm starting to think those are going to be three really big wins, bro, because since that series, they've already won two more games. They beat Pine twice during the course of the week, and looking at their schedule, they've got opportunities to win you 13, 14, maybe even more games. That was three big ones, bro, and especially on that Saturday. Look, Friday, we had you on the sports corner, and you said, hey, they didn't throw their best arm, and you know, they hit the ball hard right at us a couple times. But Saturday, you guys get a 2-0 win. It was a gutsy win. You're, you know, one of your best pitchers throws excellent. Then you got to come all the way back and win one on that Saturday. Um, that's good stuff, man. Those are going to be three wins that I think are going to you guys are going to carry with you throughout the course of the year because I think they're going to win some games for you. I think so, too. And you guys are going to get a close-up look at North Lake Christian next year. They're going to come for a Week 2 series in Galliano next year. Uh, to kind of pay that uh, that weekend back, but look, they were young and they swung the heck out of it, man. They, uh, I can't tell you enough how impressed I was with their offensive approaches. Uh, the first two games, I mean, we, uh, you know, our pitchers did well and a lot of balls found gloves, but I mean, they just swung it, and you can kind of see that game three going right away. You know, we hadn't given up a run all series, and then we would have home team that game. I believe we gave up one or two in the top of the first, and it's like, okay. Uh, did they come and punch back? So it was a uh, it was a great for our team and great in my opinion for us to be able to win three different types of games. Game one on Friday, we were able to get a lead and push that lead to a five run run rule victory, which is what you have to do to save pitching. You get the opportunity, you got to go get that ten run rule uh, just to save your arms. And then uh, on Saturday, we were able to keep a close lead. Uh, you know, like you said, a two nothing game. Every ball hit in play mattered. We had to, you know, protect the baseball defensively. Our pitcher had to throw well, and Mason did a great job. And then the third game, we had to come back. You know, we got punched in the mouth a little bit. We were down four in the sixth inning. We were able to use the approach take to you get a strike, get guys on base, cause chaos, see what happens. And our boys were able to execute and win three very distinctly different types of ball games, which is, as a coach, that's what you want. you got to be able to win in any type of situation. Sometimes the pitcher's just going to stick it to you a little bit offensively you got to be able to win a game one nothing or two to one so uh just very proud that we were able as an inexperienced as we are as far as varsity reps um as far as our guys coming back to be able to show that much growth and to be able to show that we can win any way i want to play it yeah no doubt about that man uh pitching approach who are some of the guys we should expect to see over the next couple of days throw for you guys we're looking at going Luke Sanimo tonight, and uh, I just really love that matchup because what Brobridge does and what, what they try to exploit you with is when they get guys on base, they're trying to create chaos. And the easiest way not to let them on base is to make them hit it and not give up walks. And I think Luke's only given up two walks on the year. He really fills it up. And, uh, you know, we got to make plays behind him, obviously, but uh, he's probably been our best pure strike thrower at the moment uh, in terms of the percentages. And he's also a great fielder to take away that bunt game. So, like I said, I think this is the most ideal matchup for us is Luke on the mound game one. Uh, game two against Boshan, we're looking at going back to Brock Johnson. Brock had a tough outing last week. He was ready to bounce back. He's very eager and ready to get some more work in. And then game three against St. Edmonds, we're going to go with Mason Bozegard, who's just been outstanding all year. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we've been able to shut down offenses with him and Luke on the mound so far this year. Hopefully we can uh, keep that trend up. So I got to ask you, man, you guys have not gotten an opportunity to throw Cure-All yet. How have the bullpen's been looking, and when might we see him on the mound? Because I know he's probably itching to get out there. Yeah, look, he's looking great. Uh, all I'm going to say is it's not gonna, we're not going to wait until April. So uh, we'll, <laughs> see, we'll see where that appearance comes up. could be as early as this weekend. might be two weeks from now. It depends on how the kid's feeling. And we're really trying to do right by Jacob, not rush him back, you know. 
Uh, you might not see him till district starts, but it's it's not going to be very much further than that. Yeah, good stuff, man. Um, let's talk about this, man. Your your lineup is swinging it pretty well right now. I'm looking at the games you guys have scored: 15, 14, 10, 11, 8, 6. You know, really outside of that two nothing game against North Lake Christian, you guys have been scoring a bunch of runs. But I, I remember you telling me after the Terrible game where you guys won six to five, like. I don't know that we're swinging at our best right now. So, I mean, that's got to be a luxury, man, scoring a bunch of runs and, and still think that there's a lot of room to improve. Oh, absolutely. I think right now the uh, the big thing that's getting our offense going is the small ball game. And we've had, we've had very patient at-bats, man. We, we've been able to get guys on in, in uh, situations where a lot of times we'd have been hacking at 3-1 pitches, whereas now and, and pop them up in the past because it really wasn't that ideal pitch to hit. Now we're working it to a full count, We're uh, and then we end up walking. Whatever. I just feel like we're having much uh, better at-bats, much better approaches to the plate, one through nine. And look, right now we've got a couple of guys swinging it really well. Luke Sanimo's tearing the cover off the ball. Mason Buzzagard uh, had a couple of nice shots. Eduardo Galicia's had a couple of nice shots. Jacob Curall got going uh, later on. I think uh, one through nine, it's going to be kind of just ups and downs as far as uh, the inexperience and different pitchers that we see. But it's uh, it's definitely been progress, uh, you know, pretty much every week. But I think I'm most proud of our approach to the plate. If they're going to walk us, let them walk us. If we call in a, uh, you know, a bunt, whatever we got to do to move runners, it's not about your batting average or the team batting average. It's about scoring more runs than the dudes in the other dugout. That's it. You score more runs, you win the game. So that's uh, that's kind of been our goal. We've had some very, very unselfish approaches, and that's all on the kids. So very proud of, uh, you know, them just being unselfish and doing what's best for the team to put us in position to win games. I had a list of questions to ask you, and I already checked off one of them that I asked, but I'm realizing I asked you off the air, so that doesn't work for the listeners. What are you guys doing with the Covington game? I know that they were not able to get down here because of a bus issue. What are you guys looking to do to try to reschedule that one? Yeah, and look, their coach felt terrible. It's, it's nobody's fault. Uh, both of us really want to get the game in. We think it's be a good PowerPoint game for both teams, win, lose, or draw. Um, right now, we are looking at common dates. He didn't really get back to me to confirm. I'd like to schedule it for that April twenty, uh, April seventeenth, which is the last allowed playing date. That is the Monday before the playoffs start. You're allowed to play that Monday. The bracket comes out Tuesday or Wednesday, and then you play again that weekend. So it's a little bit different format this year. Without the uh, with now that the first round is a best two out of three series, everything kind of got pushed back a little bit. So my ideal goal would to be play that Monday, get seven different pitchers some work or whatever we got to do, and really have that good test going into the playoffs. Bro, your your district's a little weird, man. Like I'm looking at it, a little weird, obviously, other than the fact that everybody's got a chance to win the state championship. But uh, outside of that, it's like you guys are going to stretch district playout for almost a full month, but only playing one round. Like, what's that big gap in between your like? You guys have a game March the 30th and then not another one until April 11th. What's that all about? So what that's all about is Vanderbilt Catholic, the, uh, the diocese, asked them not to uh, schedule any games toward the end of Holy Week, I believe Holy Thursday through Easter. So there's just uh, kind of respect for those guys, give everybody a little break. Nobody scheduled district games that week. I uh, believe we play four games, but it's all non-district. But it's more out of respect to Vanderbilt. We've been doing that for a couple of years now where we don't play. It's, I guess it's just been a little bit more disguised. That's like last year when we played North Lake and Warren Easton back-to-back during Holy Week. It's uh, due to Vanderbilt Catholic not being allowed to play. Okay, sounds good, brother. Thanks so much for the time. Good luck this weekend, partner. All right, man. Thank you. Yep, that is Coach Chandler Guitro is doing an excellent job, as always. The Tarpons are going to be tested. They're going to go play Bro Bridge. Uh, they're going to go play, I think you said Beauchamp, and then St. Edmund. 
That's three opportunities. If you go win two out of the three, you'll keep the train rolling. You win three out of the three. Woo! That bus is coming back home to South Louisiana smoking. There could be flames coming out of the back of that bus if the Tarpons could somehow get a sweep out there. It's going to be tough, but I'm not doubting them. I know that they could uh, definitely get it done. They'll play very well. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to Coach Brian Colley. He's out in West Louisiana. He's out in Southwest Louisiana. He's in Lake Charles. He's at the top 28 watching some of the best high school basketball teams lock horns. And we'll ask him about some of the things that he's seeing. It is play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this quick timeout. Hi, my name is Reggie Day. I am running for the Greater Lafourchepoor Commission, CE. I'm number one on the ballot with 31 years of experience in the oil and gas industry, from the drilling rigs in the Gulf of Mexico to managing one of the largest shore bases in Port Fouchon. I am a proven leader and focused on our future. I humbly ask you, my constituents of the 10th Ward, for your vote on March 25th with early voting beginning March 11th through the 18th. Paid for by the Regular Day Campaign Fund. It's Ford Truck Month at Calvin Braxton Ford, now offering 60-month 0.9 APR on all 2022 F-150s with $2,000 off MSRP. Get a great deal on all 2022 Explorers with $2,000 off MSRP. The sporty 2022 Ford Edge has $4,000 off MSRP. So now's the time to buy. Test drive one today at Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 LA1 in Lockport. Big town inventory, small town prices. Offers good till April 3rd. It's Mike to tell you for Neil Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've had 100 years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely, driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated, locations in Homa, LaRose, and Thibodeau. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three and two stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at viscom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, Reserve, and now Odessa, Texas. It's Ford Truck Month at Calvin Braxton Ford, now offering 60-month 0.9 APR on all 2022 F-150s with $2,000 off MSRP. Get a great deal on all 2022 Explorers with $2,000 off MSRP. The sporty 2022 Ford Edge has $4,000 off MSRP, so now's the time to buy. Test drive one today at Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 LA1 in Lockport. Big town inventory, small town prices, offers good till April 3rd. Terrebonne General Health System is the largest healthcare resource in Southeast Louisiana, offering a high-tech and high-touch style of healing. World-renowned services include cardiology, women's health, cancer care, and a healthy lifestyle center. 
This is a true calling for all the physicians, nurses, and staff who make up our proud Terrebonne General family. We are here to provide health care for our community. To discover more, please visit tghealthsystem.com. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective. Guaranteed. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey Justclair here. We start our lunchtime hour on Friday. For a lot of you all, it's knockoff time. A lot of people get off at noon on Friday. Hope everybody's enjoying their day. If you are knocking off right now, man, go have an awesome weekend. Hope that everybody enjoys themselves this weekend. We go to the phone lines one last time today, and we make a trip out to Lake Charles where we have South Lafouche Athletic Director Coach Brian Colley on the line. He's out in Lake Chuck watching the top 28. Coach, good afternoon, buddy. What's going on, man? How we doing? Good afternoon. Doing well, man. Seen some uh, some great basketball uh, last night. Great high school basketball. Bro, I was following the scores. And, you know, in years past, there was always the, the complaint of, Oh, you know, the, 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 the championships are watered down and, you know, the, the games aren't closed. It's nothing but blowouts and, and blah, 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 blah. Boy, that's not the case this year, man. Yesterday there was a great game between George Washington, Carver, and Peabody, and then there were some great games in the Division One non-select between New Iberian, Walker, and Ponchatoula, and Rustin, and up and down the list, man. You guys were uh, were watching a great showcase, and boy, there's not it's not blowout city anymore. It's games that are coming down to the final seconds, man. Yeah, every game. Yeah, uh, last night and yesterday afternoon was close. Uh, I got there, I started watching the Lincoln Prep uh, Crescent City game. Lincoln Prep opens up a lead with three minutes left to go in the game. They up six. They get a steal. Guy has a wide open layup. What he he does? He tries to dunk. <laughs> he misses the dunk. They could have gone up eight, and they ended up having to win the game in overtime. But a missed dunk almost cost his team a chance to play for the state championship. They came back and won the game. But, I mean, you lay it up, you go up by eight with three minutes left. Uh, but uh, they missed it, and uh, Crescent City gave them a run for their money. Uh, second game, Madison Prep and Shaw. That, that was just a great game, a slow-paced game. In fact, at halftime, the score, I think, was 10 to 14. Uh, real slow. Uh, Shaw slowed it down. And, uh, you know, Shaw, when you watch Shaw play, they used to shooting some wide open shots, some threes. Uh, they didn't have that because Madison Prep's length and their quickness caused Shaw some scoring problems, and that led to the, the you know, low scoring game. Um, Shaw started off the game in a man-to-man defense. Madison Prep would take the ball inside the paint, but they weren't scoring because they were missing a bunch of shots inside the lane. And Shaw's defense was tremendous. 
They were guarding Madison Prep. I mean, closely guarding them. Every shot they would take, uh, Shaw's def- the defense was in the face of the Madison Prep shooters, caused them some problems. Uh, then Shaw went to a zone, and Madison Prep couldn't score much. And again, that's what uh, kept the game, you know, low score. Shaw hung around into the fourth quarter, to uh, midway through the fourth quarter. Then lead kind of got away from them. They had to apply some pressure. And once they went to a full court press, uh, Madison Prep shot a few layups, and I think ended up with an 18 point victory. But that game was was a lot closer. Than, than what the 18 points was for sure. You got to give Shaw uh, a lot of credit for coming up uh, and taking on a tough Madison Prep team. No doubt, man. Look, we've got um, some state championships that are going to be crowned today. We've got Zwali and Anacoco is actually the main event tonight. We've got Franklin, who's a semi-local team. They're playing in Division Four against North Central. We've got in Division Two non-select Bozier and Carroll that are playing today. Let's see what else we got. Um, Division three, you got Newman and Calvary Baptist playing today. That's in the select side, Division three. Uh, Division four select, we've got no that championship game's tomorrow. So I'll go to Division five select where we have today at noon of Oils Public Charter against Family Christian. So uh, we're crowning five state champions today, bro. That's always exciting, and we got somewhat of a local team in Franklin who's competing. And then we've got Newman, who's a great team. And, man, I'm sure you guys are, are out there are very excited to see what happens next, bro. Yeah, look, I, I want to see Carver play a game because that <clears throat> Carver-Peabody game was tremendous yesterday. Peabody held the lead for much of the game. Carver just, I mean, they were hanging around, hanging around. They took the lead late in the fourth quarter. Uh, and, look, Peabody is a very good basketball team. They have balanced scoring. And, you know, that's one thing. If there's a young coach out there and, I mean, that's just starting off or, uh, you know, you're running your own program, you need to come out to this top 28 and see these teams and just see what it takes to get there. Because, uh, you know, a few years back, I, I, you know, people don't turn the ball over. Uh, last night I noticed that it takes balanced scoring. That's what Peabody had. You might have had one guy with 16 but two, three, four, and five in the lineup would have 10, 9, 8, and 7 points. It was all just balanced scoring. But Corva has two guys, Stanley Waterhouse and Dejon Leatherman. Uh, Leatherman's a big post player. I think he's a sophomore. Waterhouse is a junior. They're both coming back next year for Corva. And there are some tremendous high school uh, basketball players. And uh, Ponchatoula and Rustin was also a good game last night. Okay, so you would love to see Ponchatoula play. They are a well-coached team. They hung around against a, a bigger Rustin team, and uh, it, it was just tremendous to watch them play because they took five charges throughout the course of the game, and all five of them charges were right by the rim when Rustin's guards were penetrating and scoring the layup, but the basket was waved off because Ponchatoula was there to take the charge. And uh, they overcame several turnovers uh, to win the game. So I think their defense helped them out a little bit toward the end. And then, look, the nightcap, New Iberia Senior High and Walker. I mean, I think that was probably one of the best basketball games I've seen in many, many years. NIST did not – they took the lead in overtime. That's the first lead of the game. Wow. They had a chance, they had a chance to win the game in that regulation. They missed the three-point 
attempt on the buzzer. But then in overtime, they got the tip, and they kept the ball for over two minutes before attempting a shot. And they really weren't stalling the ball. Just Walker was playing great defense, extending their defense, made it, making it hard for Nish to score. When Nish finally put the shot up, they get the offensive rebound and kick the ball back out. So their coach calls a timeout with a little over a minute and a half left. They get the ball, they're working it around. They get fouled. They go to the free throw line, make two shots. So Walker doesn't touch the ball in overtime to about under a minute left. And they kind of panicked. They came down, took an early shot. Nish gets the ball. They get fouled and score. Nish made nine of ten free throws in the end down the stretch to seal that game. And that was just a great uh, high school basketball game last night to end the evening. You know what's crazy is is all the great games you're telling me about, man. Maybe the game of the tournament happened the day before you got there. Tomorrow you're going to see Port Allen play for the championship against Winfield in Division Three non-select. Port Allen in the semifinals beat Patterson in three overtimes. I was following that one on social media, seeing highlights. Man, you got to hurt for Patterson. I know that they're coached by you know young fella. His name escapes me, and we saw them play their opener of the season to lose a three-overtime game at the top 28. Man, they're going to be sore about that one for a long time, and Port Allen's going to try to finish the deal tomorrow and win it all. Yeah, you got to feel... Uh, for Patterson losing a triple overtime in the top 28. That's tough. And uh, look, they're going to have some great games uh, tonight. The atmosphere last night from uh, Nish brought a crowd. Uh, they brought the biggest crowd of all, all the schools. And uh, it, it's going to be a great game tomorrow night uh, to, uh, to close the, uh, the the session out or the tournament out with uh, New Iberia and Ponchatoula on that, that uh, Division One level should be a whole lot of fun, brother. Before we let you go, uh, let's let's gossip a little bit about the New Orleans Saints for a second. They, of course, got Derek Carr. We talked about that. Now the rumor today is that they want to bring Jameis Winston back. They're asking him, "Hey, let's restructure your deal. Let's bring you back, brother." Look, man, <clears throat> they asked Jameis Winston to play at the end of the season this past season, and a guy believe against Atlanta, and he said, "Nope, I'm good. I don't feel like playing." How do you then now try to bring this dude back? He has once turned his back on you and said he didn't want to play, and now you're trying to make him your backup quarterback? That's the guy you want to rely on if Carr goes down? I don't know, man. Something don't feel right about that. You know, when you, when you first look at this situation with Winston, okay, bring him back because he was one of the biggest cheerleaders on the bench when he wasn't playing. Then something happened. When he was ready to come back, they told him, no, thank you. That kind of changed. And when he's going to refuse to go in, yeah, I agree with you. How in the world can you ask this guy to come back? How can that be good for your locker room or even develop someone else when, I mean, he's refusing to get in the game for you? That's, uh, you should send him packing. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Coach, last question before we let you go. The Tarpons are fa- uh, playing three games out in West Louisiana, uh, baseball-wise, that is. They're going to be taking on Bro Bridge tonight. Uh, Beauchamp and St. Edmund tomorrow. We had Chandler on before you. He was talking about you know his pitching plans and different things that they're looking to get accomplished. One way or another, we're going to learn a little more about the 7-0 and Tarpons. They've got three big tests coming up this weekend. Yeah, and I think we learned a lot about them last week against North, North Lake Christian, where uh, 
you know, a young team, everyone, well, how are they going to handle adversity? And if they come in close games and, hell, they were losing in the sixth inning by a few runs, and they handled that adversity well. So uh, this team is growing up before our eyes very quick. Uh, these guys are getting a lot of varsity reps and experience, and that's going to serve well for, for them uh, in, in the future. So if they can just keep being consistent and level-headed and realize it's a long season, don't look at the power rankings right now because in the past, a few times that has happened, you look at the power rankings and all of a sudden you go, you lose two or three games and, you, and you're back uh, where you didn't want to be. So just stay focused on what you want to get, get done, and I think the Tarpons – are all going to be fine after this weekend. You know, I'm looking at this, and I'm going back to the top 28 for a second. I know I told you I was going to wrap up with you. New Iberia won their second-round game, which was their first playoff game, as they had a bye, by one point. They beat East Ascension 36-35. to They could have been put out after their first game, and now they're one win away from potentially winning the championship against Ponchatoula. We saw that, right? That's deja vu, right? Thibodeau had the same exact thing in the second round. They could have easily lost to Hanville. They ended up winning it all. It's crazy, man. You have these big, challenging games early in the playoffs. Sometimes they give you strength. I'm curious to see now if New Iberia could finish that thing off tomorrow. Yeah, hey, hey that's how the way it works. It's crazy, but you got to have some luck along the way. They may have, may have had a little luck winning that game by one, but Tell you what, New Iberia, their coach, is, uh, he gets after it on the sideline. And those officials, you, uh, you're going to work because he's uh, he rides those <laughs> officials. And I felt bad for the Walker coach because he, he was, it was kind of uh, inconsistent how they were calling the game. And I think the New Iberia coach may have had a, an effect on that with those officials. But uh, they're a well-coached team, and it's uh, it's fun to, to sit back and watch those guys play because it's uh, – you know, you, you have to make a trip out of here and, and watch these games because it's uh, some uh, high school basketball is best. Yep, sounds like a winner, bro. Thanks so much for the time. Have a good one, and uh, be careful getting home tomorrow, all right, bro? Appreciate it. I'll, uh, I'll bring you a Darryl's full boy home. Please do, my friend. Please yeah. do. Take care, man. All right, have a good one. That's Coach Brian Colley doing an excellent job, as always. We appreciate his insight on everything happening over the top 28. We've got... 10 championship games coming over the next 48 hours. And it's crazy, man. Like, you just go and click on the brackets and look at the scores. In years past, you would have, you know, this team winning by 20 or this team winning by 18. And the game really wasn't competitive. That's not the case this year. This year, we're seeing close, hard fought, triple overtime, double overtime. Like, we're seeing the games go down to the wire. And it's been an excellent showcase of high school basketball. Hell, I, I've clicked through now Division One, Two, Three, and Four non-select. I've clicked through all of the brackets, and have not gotten to a double-digit semifinal game yet. Division Five non-select. We had a double overtime game and a fourteen-point game. Okay, so there's our first double-digit semifinal game. Division One select Scotlandville blew out Huntington, so there's two. Catholic of Baton Rouge defeats St. Thomas More. Division two select, I know there's going to be one because Madison Prep beat up on Shaw. Then we have a two-point game between Carver and Peabody. Division three select, we've got a 21-point game between Newman and Dunham and then a five-point game between Calvary Baptist and New Iberia, or Catholic of New Iberia, rather. Division four select, we had one. And division five select, we had 
one. Okay, so we had like five double-digit games in the semifinals compared to in years past where they would all be blowouts, really, and even championship games would be lopsided. So whatever we've done to get those uh, open enrollment schools and everything over on the select side, it has created more parity. So look, this is a show, right? This is a show that at times has raked the LHSA over the coals, right? This is a show that's done that, and we're going to continue to do that if they continue to do stuff that doesn't make sense, right? But I think that this change that they made here, as much as we could complain about South Lafouche being Division One and South Terrebonne being Division One and how we don't like that or whatever it may be, by and large, big picture, looking at just the, the sum of all of the parts, it looks like it's made sense. It's created much more competitive championship games. It's created a much more competitive postseason. And even going to the girls, the, the scoring victory margin for the girls, was much tighter this year as well. So it looks to be, at least on the surface, a much more level playing field. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, we'll talk about some NFL, some NBA, some college basketball. Then we'll get to our weekend predictions. It's play-by-play on KLEB. I'm Dean Sabla, Canada's for Great Old Commission CE. Serving the people of Salafouche has been my commitment, from being a lifelong resident to serving 37 years in law enforcement, while also serving on the Lafouche Ambulance District and the Lafouche Fire District Number 3 boards. I feel that I can bring a fresh business sense to the Port Commission. So on March 25th, please vote for me, Dean Sabwa, for the Great Lafouche Port Commission Seat E. Early voting starts from March 11th through the 18th, paid for by Dean Sabwa Campaign Fund. Chevrolet Suburban, Tahoe, Traverse, Blazer, Equinox, Trailblazer, Trax. Looking for the room to haul your passengers and cargo area to fit your needs? Golden Motors has your SUV waiting for you. Come on in and check them out. Special APR as low as 2.9% for 60 months on 2023 Chevy Equinox. Hurry before it's gone. Chevy, find new roads. Golden Motors, 15101, Highway 3235, and Cutoff on the back road. 325-1000, price is priority. 2.9% APR with approval through GM Financial. See dealer for details. Celebrating 75 years in business. Danos has been setting the standard for generations. How about becoming a part of something bigger and join the team? We're currently hiring for welders, fitters, and blaster painters to work at our fabrication yard in LaRose. You can apply now at www.danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective guaranteed time is money don't waste both running around looking for filters batteries and belts and related items fleet supply warehouse delivers fleet supply offers daily scheduled delivery including bayou lafouche new orleans morgan city new iberia lafayette thibodeau baton rouge the north shore plus the river parishes too automotive lawn equipment agricultural marine or industrial fleet supply warehouse 985-868-0430 venture boulevard homa 
At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health, where the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about Home Health Services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. McNeese State University is closing in on what I think would be a grand slam home run coaching hire. They are in discussions, in advanced discussions, according to Twitter reports, to make Will Wade their next men's basketball coach. Will Wade was the LSU men's basketball coach for several seasons before being embroiled in scandal. <laughs> he coached LSU from 2017 to 2022, was fired with cause after notice of allegations from the NCAA charged him with five level one violations. The allegations included paying players, attempting to pay others for their silence, and failing to cooperate with the investigation amongst other charges. Wade has been successful at every stop that he has had. But of course, there are some shady shenanigans that tend to follow him around. If you're McNeese and you're looking at this situation and you have the opportunity to go and get Will Wade, you do it and you don't blink an eye. You don't even blink an eye. You don't even have the second thought of, well, no, you do it. Because here's the thing. With the way that college basketball is built now, not even really just college basketball, just college sports in general. With the way the sport is laid out now. With the portal. And with guys being able to transfer not have to sit out. With NIL. All of the Will Wade shenanigans are now legal. So you get to bring in a guy who is still only 40 years old. Who's won 196 games, lost 96 games, has won almost 70% of his games, 67% of his games. Has had 20 win seasons at Chattanooga, VCU, and LSU. And who has never had a losing season. You get to bring that guy in to Lake Charles, and you're going to be a power in the Southland Conference within one year. 
he would hit the ground running and maybe year one, it would be a little bit of a struggle because you are McNeese and you finished eighth and you were not near the top of the league last year. So maybe it would take a little time. But by year two of Wade's tenure there, you're going to be at the top of the conference. You've got a new arena that I'm not going to lie to you is very nice. Lake Charles is an awesome place to be. I don't know how many of y'all have actually been to Lake Charles in recent years. And yeah, the, the area did take a little bit of a step back because of the storm. But that place is awesome. Lots of stuff to do. A growing economy. That's an area where there could be a college athletic program that could prosper. And for whatever reason, it hasn't happened lately for McNeese because their football program's kind of been lacking. Their men and women's basketball programs have been a little bit lacking. But if you get Will Wade in there, look out. Look out. Because he's going to go in the portal. He's going to get guys. He's going to toe the line of the rules. They're gonna, there's going to be money flying everywhere, but you're going to win games. At the end of the day, in my opinion, Will Wade should probably still be the head basketball coach at LSU. Scott Woodward got rid of him, I think, 90% because he wanted his own guy in that position. 90% because he wanted a guy that he handpicked and he inherited Will Wade. And whenever it became easy to remove Will Wade and fire him with cause, they made that move, didn't have to pay the buyout, whatever it may be. What's his biggest sin? He paid guys to go to LSU. So did Dale Brown. LSU fans rave about Dale Brown or up in arms about even the idea of putting anybody else's name on the court besides Dale Brown. And oh yeah, here's the elephant in the room. All of the stuff that Will Wade is accused of doing, it's now legal. Giving guys money, NIL baby, all day, 24-7. It's all legal. So now, if he's got an opportunity to go somewhere else, here's what's going to happen. This is a this is not a prediction. We'll get weekend predictions later in the show. This is a spoiler. Will Wade is going to go wherever he's going to go, be it McNeese, be it wherever. It's going to end up being a, a very small program as he reforms his career, I think is the word that they like to say. He's going to be there two or three years. He's going to win a whole lot. And then it's off to a big school. And he's going to be one of the guys in charge of the sport for decades after that. And if you're McNeese, why wouldn't you want to be the first 
stepping stone on that journey. Because here's the thing. Even if it only lasts three years or four years or whatever it may be, that's still three or four years of success that you wouldn't have otherwise had, three or four years of program exposure that you wouldn't have otherwise had. And it's the same thing I said about Richie Riley and Austin Clunch and all the guys at Nichols. Austin Clunch isn't going to be at Nichols for the next 10 years. But it's better to have them while they're willing to coach a Southland school than not because it gets your program exposure. And the same thing for Will Wade at McNeese. This would be a grand slam home run hire if McNeese is able to pull it off. Also in college basketball news yesterday, Coach Doobie Plazon stepped away from her position at Nichols State University after 15 seasons with the team. Um, I'm going to walk gingerly around this one. Because I love Coach Doobie. I do. I sincerely do. I consider her a friend. I think she's a great person. Great person. But I feel like after having watched Nichols the last few seasons, that it was probably the right time for her to walk away. Probably the right time for her to go and hand the baton over to someone else. Now, with that having been said, This changes nothing about her tenure in Thibodeau. She took over a program in Thibodeau that was one of the worst college basketball teams that I had ever seen. And within four or five years, had them competing favorably. And then within three or four years after that, had them winning the Southland Conference. So that doesn't, like this decision in the last two seasons, as difficult as they've been for Nichols, it doesn't change the fact that Doobie is, is the best women's basketball coach that has ever coached at Nichols. She's the program leader in wins, and all of the records are pointing in her direction. She led them to their first ever Southland Conference tournament win. She led them to their first ever NCAA tournament bid. She led them to every first that there is. 20-win season on and on and on and on she's done it. But the last two years, and look, I I watched a bunch of them because I'm blessed to be kind of their play-by-play guy on ESPN Plus for home games. This year, they were 5-24, 2-16 in the conference. Last year, they were 4-22, or excuse me, 4-22 and 2-12 in the conference. That same level of competitiveness just was not there. And I'm not necessarily saying that it's a coaching thing. I'm not necessarily saying that it's anything that Doobie per se is doing wrong. But I am saying that after 15 years at a place, sometimes the message gets a little old. Sometimes you just need a new direction. And I think that the timing is right, and I look forward to seeing what Nichols does. If it were me, and I'm not the AD, not Jonathan Terrell, but if it were me, I'm calling Justin Payne. I'm calling Justin Payne. He is a four-year head coach at Georgia Southwestern. He is a former eight-year assistant coach at Nichols. He's an alum of Nichols. Georgia Southwestern is Division II. And in his time with that school, his program has flourished. 
They've thrived. They're 24-6 and six this season. They're currently playing in the NCAA tournament, and, and as we speak, they actually just won an NCAA tournament game 92-66. to 66. Like, they were playing right now. The game literally just went final. Justin Payne knows Nichols. Justin Payne knows Louisiana. Justin Payne knows the challenges of being in the Nichols basketball program. He knows how to recruit. He knows how to let his players go get it. If I am Jonathan Terrell, and look, I don't know the interest, right? It takes two to tangle. I don't know if he wants to come back. But if I'm Jonathan Terrell, I for sure as hell am finding out as you got a Nichols guy who is flourishing. And I'm more than interested in seeing if he'd be willing to come on back. That would be my first call. As they say, they're opening up a national search to try to find her replacement. KJ Lee, another guy I'd be more than interested in. KJ Lee is at Southeastern. He's an assistant coach at Southeastern. He's a Nichols guy. He's the associate basketball coach at Southeastern. Guess what they did yesterday? They won the Southland Conference. So it's another guy. That's a Nichols guy. That's having success other places. That would be another phone call that I would be more than willing to make. So I think you got some good options. Curious to see how it shakes out. Let's catch a break when we get back out of the break. Weekend predictions. It's play-by-play on KLEB. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. The music on the bayou, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Hi. My name is Reggie Ledet. I am running for the Greater Lafourchepour Commission, CE. I'm number one on the ballot with 31 years of experience in the oil and gas industry, from the drilling rigs in the Gulf of Mexico to managing one of the largest shore bases in Port Fouchon. I am a proven leader and focused on our future. I humbly ask you, my constituents of the 10th Ward, for your vote on March 25th with early voting beginning March 11th through the 18th, paid for by the Regula Day Campaign Fund. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Your good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. 
Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette, plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply, 985-223-8807, Highway 311 in Homa. Gulf South Homes is a locally owned and operated mobile home dealership specializing in manufactured homes, modular homes, office units, and camps. Gulf South Homes offers land home packages on your land or ours. Our friendly staff will help you with parts and service and insurance. Did you know you can even custom design your home? And we work with the Restore Louisiana Grant Program. So see us today at 1986 Highway 182 in Homa or call 985-876-0222. The home of your dreams is waiting for you at Gulf South Homes. Goodness, my allergies have hit. I have sneezed like 15 times in the, during the commercial break. So if it sounds like I'm clearing my throat or I'm sniffling or whatever, it's probably because I am. Uh, goodness, we're fighting it today. It's play-by-play on KLEB. Trying to make it to 1 o'clock. Man, we're having a rough time doing so. Let's get our weekend predictions. Some of these are obvious, right? Like I feel like this is not a fun list but sometimes you got to do what you got to do our first weekend prediction is i think the lsu baseball team is going to beat the hell out of samford this weekend since losing to iowa lsu has won 16 to 4 3 to nothing 12 to 2 26 to 4 13 nothing 11 nothing 9 to 2 samford you're next lsu is going to beat the hell out of you three times this weekend and show why they're the number one team in the country the Tigers are 12 and 1. By the time we get here on Monday, they'll be 15 and 1, and they'll be prime and ripe and ready to go for SEC play, which begins next weekend out in Coltville, out in College Station, Texas. With that having been said, prediction number two. I think that the LSU, excuse me, that the Nichols softball team is going to win their opening Southland Conference series against Incarnate Word, which begins today. I'll actually be on the call of those games on ESPN+. Plus. All three of them, 4 o'clock, 6 o'clock today, 12 noon tomorrow. I think the Colonels are going to uh, win at least two games against Incarnate Word. Nickel softball? No, we don't talk a lot about college softball here on the show, right? <clears throat> but nickel softball is really good. They're 13-8 and eight on the season. They have turned their program around. And I'm just thinking, as they're facing an 8-8-1 eight, eight, and one team, I'm thinking that the Colonels are going to come in and they're going to play well and they're going to defend their home field. And I think that Nichols is going to have some positive results today taking on Incarnate Word. 
Curious to see if that prediction holds true, but we'll check and see. I think, and this is our next prediction, that we are going to see the New Orleans Saints um, do some interesting things over the next several days. Some interesting things. Be it restructuring contracts that are on the books currently, be it releasing players, whatever it may be, they've got a salary cap hole that they've got to fill. They're trying to rework Jameis Winston. If that doesn't work out, do they move on from him? Do they cut him? I don't know. We're going to just continue to see them be in the headlines and continue to see them do some interesting things over the next couple of days. And I think that it's going to be a fun weekend to follow with the Saints over the next couple of days. I think that our local teams are going to go play these tournaments this weekend. And I think that we're going to have good results, but not great results. We've got a lot of teams that are challenging themselves, facing some of the the stiffest competition that they've faced all year. And while I think that we're going to be able to handle it, I think that we're also going to be looking back on Monday and seeing that some of the teams did lose some games. Like We're not going to just go on the road and just sweep everybody like we've been doing. I think it's going to be good results locally, but not great results locally. And I do think that some of our teams are going to fall a little bit as we kind of elevate the level of competition that they have played. I think, another weekend prediction, Houston is going to be the number one overall seed in the NCAA tournament when the brackets come out on Sunday. I think Houston's going to win the American Athletic Conference. I think they're going to be the number one overall seed. Does that mean anything to me (laughs) when it comes to the NCAA tournament? Absolutely not. Because I don't think that anybody in the top 25 is invincible. I don't think that any of these teams are far better than any of the others. I look at the top 25 right now. And if I told you and I read this list to you... um, Baylor, UConn, Kansas State, Virginia, Miami, Xavier, St. Mary, Tennessee. Like, are those teams, which are ranked 10 through 17, are they much different than Houston, UCLA, Kansas, Alabama, Purdue, Marquette, Texas, who are ranked 1 through 7? I don't think so. Hell, you got Texas. The number 7 team in the country has 8 losses. Houston has 2 losses, and they play in the American, which is probably the softest conference of everybody in the top 25. UCLA, four losses. Kansas, six losses. Alabama, five losses. Everybody's been beaten multiple times. I've said it here since February. The NCAA tournament is going to be chaos. Absolute chaos. And I could easily, easily see a team like Kentucky who hasn't been worth a damn all year But they're laying in the weeds. They're 23rd in the country right now. They're starting to play their best ball right now. After a very poor start to the year, Kentucky's starting to turn it on a little bit. I could easily see a team like Kentucky make a run and maybe even make it to the Final Four. It's going to be so much fun to see how the NCAA tournament shakes out. Next weekend prediction. I think we're going to see a lesser-known win at the Players' Championship. Ramey is currently in the lead right now out there 
And a lot of you guys are saying, who the hell is Ramey? Who is that? That's exactly my point. A lot of the guys that are near the top of the leaderboard are not guys that we're altogether familiar with. And I think that it's going to be, the players is usually that event where a guy that sometimes makes his career based off of winning that. Right now in the top 10, Chad Ramey's in the lead, Ben Griffin, Min Woo Lee, Denny McCarthy, Taylor Pendrith, Will Garden, Dylan Wu. Like, the average golf fan is not going to know a lot of those guys. And I think we're going to see one of those guys prosper and flourish and find a way to win. In the NBA, next weekend prediction. I think we're going to start to see some of the traditional powerhouse teams start to get hot. I think the Warriors are about to get hot. I think that um, the Suns, even without Kevin Durant, are going to start to play well when he gets back. Look out. I think teams like the Heat are about to get rolling. Teams like the 76ers. Well, the 76ers have actually been rolling for about a month and a half. But the teams that are more veteran-laden are about to get hot and are about to turn it up to full speed to try to make that push for the playoffs. Is it going to work? I don't know. I don't know that you could just take off the first 50 games and play hard the last 30 and, and, and think that you'll be good enough to win it all. I don't know that. But I do think that we're going to see those teams start to turn it into high gear. And the last weekend prediction that I'm going to make, and again, I think this is a spoiler, not a prediction. Our friends over at the Thibodeau Civic Center, Harang Auditorium, whatever you want to call it, are going to put forth an awesome event at, at Biddy Nationals for U8. They always do. Um, Kevin Claymall and all the folks out there, they're going to host an awesome event. The boys and the girls are both out there at Thibodeau, U8, World Championships. I don't know how world it is anymore. There used to be teams from all over. Now it's mostly biddies, mostly Louisiana thing. But it's going to be a first-class event. I'm trying to get out there Saturday, trying to get out there a little bit Sunday, go watch what's taking place. It's going to be an awesome event. We're looking forward to it. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, I'll get you some betting picks, and then we'll wrap up the day's show. It's play-by-play on KLEB. Hope you guys are enjoying yourselves. We'll be back with one more segment here on KLEB. The music on the bayou, the Rage and Cajun, 1600 AM, KLEB, and 102.7 FM. While inventory is growing, prices are dropping at Golden Motors. Come to Golden Motors and check out the new 2023 Chevrolet Silverado with all-new technology and improved great fuel economy. Whether you're looking to tow your boat or camper or if it's just you for your daily commute, the comfort and towing capability is there for you. Check out the new 2023 Chevrolet Silverado at Golden Motors, 15101 Highway 3235 and Cutoff, The Back Road, 325-1000, Chevy, find new roads. Price is priority. It's Mike to tell you for Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've got 100 years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely, driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Locations in Homa, LaRose, and Thibodeau. Do you have a pest control problem? 
Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Tri-Parish Police Supplies is a top-of-the-line police, fire, and EMS supply store, as well as a great source for tactical and home defense needs. Tri-Parish Police Supplies is open to the public Monday through Friday, 9 till 5, and on Saturdays, 10 till 2. So stop in at Tri-Parish Police Supplies on Highway 311 today. For more info, call 985-873-9989. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross Babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, call 985-850-6204 or visit tghealthsystem.com. One more segment to go here on Play by Play. I want to thank Coach Chandler Gitros for the time. I want to thank Coach Brian Kale for the time. I want to thank our sponsors, the Blue Boot Foundation, Neil Small Engine, Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results, Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations, and Reggie Leday, candidate for the Greater Lafouche Port Commission, seat E. We thank them all for their support of what we're doing. Um, some betting picks for today. <clears throat> I like... Today, over 233 for the Blazers and the 76ers. I know that Portland doesn't guard. Philly's defense has gotten a little better, but I think that those teams are going to be able to score on one another. I like over for that one. I like over 226 for the Nets and the Timberwolves. That's two teams that play with pace, get up and down the floor, and I like them to carry it over there. I like the Lakers, who have been much better lately, to get a win plus two at home against a Raptors team who is not good on the road. So I like the Lakers to take care of business there. We go to college basketball, where there's actually a lot of games that are going on right now. Purdue's leading Rutgers by forward. Four minutes left to go in the game. Alabama's up 20 and a half against Mississippi State. Houston's up by two against East Carolina. Um, With all of that having been said, I like today, um, let's see, I like over 147 and a half for UConn and Marquette. I think that'll be a game that will have some points involved. I like um, 
Miami plus two and a half against Duke. I think that Miami is going to have a strong showing for themselves against Duke. I like Kansas minus four over Iowa State. I like, let's see, over one for over one thirty-four and a half for Oregon and UCLA. And then the last one that I'll take is I like over one fifty-one and a half for Wichita and Tulane. I think those teams will push the pace. They'll score on one another. And I think that that's going to be a game where there will be a lot of points. Tomorrow, we've got the Sports Corner. We'll be talking about all sorts of different stuff happening in the world of sports. We'll be back on Monday, breaking down all the results from the weekend. Coach Colley's at the top 28. He'll let us know how the state championship games are faring out. And we look forward to continuing that train rolling. Next week, we've got all sorts of baseball and softball. And I'll try to get you some track results, right? It's my understanding that the middle school level, we saw some parish records get broken yesterday, um, but the results sheet was not available. Um, the, the teams are supposed to get those today, and if I could get my hands on that and if some records were broken, I'll make sure to give credit where credit is due. We've got a high school track meet today at South Lafouche High School, so if you're in the area, go check that out. We're going to put a pin in it right here. Casey, just start wrapping up. You've been listening to Play by Play. Have a wonderful rest of the day, everybody. Listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.